0: It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland Ghostly greetings from your host Jonathan
1: Mysteries, ghosts, monsters and lore East Coast, esoteric and so much more
0: If it's up to you friend, it's on the odd to Newfoundland
1: <laughs> hey, folks, welcome back to the Odd the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. Tonight, we have an author, a medical intuitive, a lecturer, and a researcher. I mean, he's a jack of all trades, but you don't have to be a jack of all trades to nail your audio as a podcaster or even as a musician, that's right. If you struggle with audio, okay, if you struggle with making yourself sound way smarter than you actually are, like I do, you're going to love tonight's sponsor, which is Accusonus, the best, simply the best audio software that you can get. You download this, you put this on your computer with a simple turn of a knob. It's like having a fully functional editing suite. Do all the work for you. Yeah, that's right. Tonight, we're going to be talking about AI, artificial intelligence. That's right. We're going to be talking about that. This actually uses a little bit of that. (laughs) That's right. With a simple turn of a knob, you can use one of their many, many pieces of audio editing software. One of the things I've used often is the deverberator. I have a big, booming Well, maybe not so booming. I'll admit, my voice isn't that booming, especially since I had my coma. But you know what's really cool? (laughs) This makes me sound better. My voice reverberates around the room. It goes, it bounces off the walls. It sounds horrible on audio sometimes. I'm not in a professional studio. I'm in my freaking basement hoping my cat doesn't meow outside. All I got to do is turn a knob. The deverberator does all the work for me, and suddenly I sound like I'm in a professional studio. I've been fooling people for years, thanks to Akisanas. I really want you guys to check them out. They're a great sponsor. They've been by my side right through the pandemic. Thank you, Akisanas. The link is in the show notes. Guys, check them out. Tonight's guest is a highly respected. As a UFO expert, a medical intuitive, remote viewer, a spiritual teacher, an energetic healer for his work in assisting people in achieving optimal spiritual, mental, and emotional physical health, his work, which addresses a wide range of mind, body, spirit imbalances to overall wellness, is well received and resonates with the general public. They've been experiencing all kinds of emotions like chronic mental imbalances and increased physical illnesses during this pandemic, like I just mentioned. He shares his insights in the fields of spirituality, health, wellness, and the paranormal, which is so great, because usually I only get, like, one or two of those things. Now I got someone who's into this, really, the whole thing. (laughs) And, you know, he's also a little bit out of this world. What do I mean by that? Well, the UFOs, the Galactic Federation, raising the human immune system, divine sovereignty, cause and effect of illness. My head is spinning, but thank God I got a doctor in the house, Dr. Christopher Macklin, Ph.D., He's here to talk all about artificial intelligence. Christopher, how are you today?
0: Yeah, John, thanks for having me on. It's absolutely wonderful to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: Bless your heart. I'm just glad to have someone with a thicker accent than mine for once. You know, it's like... (laughs) Yeah, I'm from Texas. (laughs) Like, how does a Newfoundlander say howdy? Howdy, bye. Howdy, yeah. Howdy. Hi, (laughs) y'all. I don't even know where to begin with you doctor. You, you've just got so much going on. So, so the first thing I'll do is something that I, I promised myself I wouldn't do, which is not forget your amazing website. And I think it's really a good place to open up the show since it's all about opening your mind and your heart and your spirit to divine healing. That's right. It's actually called the Global Enlightenment Project, www.globalenlightenmentproject.com. That's where you're going to find Christopher and his wife Amanda. Yeah, that's right they're the founders of the global enlightenment project come check it out hope you guys see that website and uh, what can people expect on that website just out of curiosity
0: yeah i mean there's there's a lot of things there you know we um we've got meditations down there we've got things like uh, we've got some things that you know even even on the youtube where we you know could open up the neal gland uh, we work on all types of different things cancer anything from cancers to bioweaponry um, you know we've really helped people through this and we have a new protocol which uh, actually strips a uh, nanotechnology out of the body which is really good because uh, I've spent about what 14 years working on more gallons particles and uh which is part of the AI of course and now of course they've uh, put it in the um in the things you know the neatly things you know so it's uh it's it's very interesting <clears throat> there's a lot going on at the moment and there's a lot of mental illness in in America you know so there is we do have the brain series. We develop that to help people in the third dimensional world. They call it like PTSD, ADD, ADHD, OCD. I mean, a lot of people, I think, on the spectrum, which I think we all are, you know, if you're, if you're doing good work, you're going to be able to spectralize that because you don't fit in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, you kind of think, like, oh my God, what is it? And then I always encourage people to step out of the matrix, and stay in your world, you know, so you can get <laughs> grounded, you can be happy. You do all the things you love, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, whether it's, you know, growing your own food or doing healings or something, things that really give you an absolute passion. That's that's my drive for people. Get back to your sovereign being. Don't give your power away. And, uh, you know, um, I'm really hot on that because we don't need gurus, you know. The day the guru is nonsense is over. Don't give your power away to some guru or anybody else. You are a God-powerful being. It's just that sometimes you don't realize it until...
1: You've done some work on yourself to get back to that place, you know. I think I think right away we res this is why I love having you as a guest already, because within like three seconds of talking to you, I'm already resonating with you big time. It's like, oh yeah, I went through this like a year ago. I went through this coma. I almost died. I had this spiritual stuff happen to me. It was crazy. Been a ghost hunter my whole life. Like I just I've just been in the paranormal field just, just working there for a long, long time. And then this near death experience thing happens and it's just like it opens up every single channel that I closed many, many, many years ago. And it's just all my childhood friends are now coming back. Wrestling's coming back. All the stuff's coming back in my life. It's it's so interesting to watch and see happen. And and <laughs> well, I blame you need, this all you need that experience. Right? Like and and like You've worked with so many people out there right now, and before we get into AI and and some of the some of the off planet stuff, let's just talk about the inner planet because there's infinite inside us as well. You know, you've you've been working with people for many many years. Why is there such an uptick? Why is there such a resurgence? Like. Why is suddenly everybody being diagnosed on the spectrum or, or with mental illness and stuff like that? Like, obviously, this has become more prevalent now than ever. Yet, here we are with a bigger life expectancy and more good going on. People are living longer. People have healthier, happier lives for the most part. You know, why, why do you find there's this – is it just because people are more aware or is it like actually a surgeons? Like, are people actually more depressed or or suffering from these different illnesses? Like, is this – Something that's happening for a reason, Doctor, I guess is what I'm asking.
0: Well, I think there's there's different people on this planet. There's the average human beings. I'm not being derogatory, you know, at all. There's average human beings who who are growing and learning. And there's also starseeds who have volunteered to come back, you know. And I always tell them, look, you know, for heaven's sake, next time God wants volunteers, pretend you've got diarrhea, lock yourself in the toilet, and don't come out until the volunteers have been chosen. We won't be back here. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm just joking. I love it here. But I think, you know, even as a star seed, I mean, you know, um, I came down here before some of the, you know, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the you know, the star children who, you know, to me, some of the star children now, they come down here and they have it all available so they know straight away. So it must be really hard for them at a young age trying to cope with all this stuff that's happening in this world because... You know, star people are really empathic. You know, they're hypersensitive, like I am, you know. And so it takes a while to learn how to navigate to this planet because you feel everything. Even the uh, collective energy right now is off the charts. So, you know, if people out there listen to this and you get the brick in your chest. You think, oh, my God, I've got anxiety. It's it's the collective. A lot of it's the collective because people, you know, in the world just don't know what's going on, but they're so anxiety-driven because everything's collapsing economy and you name it you know it's hijacked i mean often people say to me there's got to be something that's not hijacked so oh mm, now let me see um oh that'd be nothing everything's hijacked <laughs> so, you know money you know the air you know the, the, the water so what you've got to do then is learn and say okay so how do i navigate this and to me you know uh very often people say, "I've got no. I'm not powerful. I don't have enough money." You don't need money. You don't need power. You need God in your life. You need the power of God. And to me, you know, maps of intent. I don't like the word prayer because it it doesn't resonate with me. But you know, a map of intent really is is like a manifestation. So, you know, we have a load of in quotes prayers or maps of intent on the website to get rid of contrails. If you look at a contrail and you say that prayer with authority, the chemtrail will disay, dis- 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 you know uh, dis. Dissolve itself about five miles from your house. You know, we've done it all over the world. You know, it's it's just that simple. Like with food, you know, but you know the food's all terrible. And it's you can't you know believe if So if it's supposed to be organic or not, because you know, when people are backed in a corner, they'll do silly things and lie and cheat and put non-organic and organic bags just to make some money. So, so the only way you can really uh, get over that again map of intent we have a food prayer remove all the modifications that are not godlike optimizes vibration and bless the souls of the animals and the plants that allowed our body nutrition it's a great prayer and you know uh, it's well balanced and you know if you say that the food tastes very different it really does and you know so it's manifestation it's it's all about to me the power of the mind but the problem is we've all been brought up to be like powerless wipes to God, and you can't talk to God except for your pastor and all this other thing. And, you know, and so it's it's changing that powerless victim into warriorship, and it, it takes a while, you know, it takes a while to release emotion and and get your vibration up. Um, once your vibration's there, you know, it, you could do anything, you know, it's incredible.
1: My overall feeling with that, too, is like, okay, okay, so I'm the first to admit, like, I'm overweight, I'm I'm really struggling with this, my job's pretty stressful, I love lifting weights, I love cardio, it's just, I just love to eat, <laughs> I can't get enough, and usually my biggest flaw is actually Diet Pepsi, like, I'm obsessed with this stuff, and it's the caffeine, it's the, it's the dopamine addiction, in my case, like... Where does spirituality fall with all that stuff? I always wanted to kind of ask you that because you kind of hinted at it a few times, talking about how our minds are so addicted, kind of, we'll say, to I want to feel good that they'll avoid the things they need to have. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe instead of a two-liter of Diet Pepsi Day, I should probably be drinking like three liters of water. (laughs) Like, what is it? is, Is there something going on there other than just our, shall we say, um, I don't want to say childish needs, but like it's like we want to put ourselves first before what really is good for us. Like, I, I want that diet uh, Pepsi more than I want that water, so I'm gonna chug her. Why? Well, how can we help ourselves in these situations? For anybody out there who's struggling, and not just with your weight, but with anything at all, like what would be some of the what would be a prayer you'd say if, if you needed help with those kind of things? Just out of curiosity, just for my own selfish needs here today.
0: Well, I think. One is that uh, because of emotion, and think about this, you know, you build up emotion in the heart chakra, you know, and you build it in layers. Now, because if you're a starseed and a light being, you're going to be an empath. You're going to ingest a ton of emotion, like maybe a 100, 150,000 layers. So that all builds up, and it also bleeds into the solar plexus, which paralyze the lower intestine. So what happens is, you know, if the lower intestine is working at, say, for example, 40% of the speed... When you eat, as it goes further down, it backs up. You feel a bit blah, you know. Uh, it's not you're not absorbing your nutrients uh, completely. Uh, it's fermenting in the wrong place, can burn holes in the intestinal lining, called you know leaky gut. Gets worse, diarrhetic But the whole point about it is you're not really absorbing your nutrients properly, and so you have to eat more to be able to you know um, get your body saying yeah, I'm satisfied, I'm full. Now, if you get your intestines well balanced that makes a huge difference because, you know, the, the food is flowing in the right place and, you know, you're absorbing all your nutrients correctly, so you should eat a lot less. I mean, am I overweight? Well, yeah, you know, I think a lot of people are because you struggle. And even you know, going on diets, it's very difficult because it doesn't come off. Now, the other thing about it is there's things like parabens in uh, plastics. Now, what happens with that, of course, if you've got milk in plastic and everything in plastic – when you ingest it, there's going to be some element of that in the actual milk or the water or whatever. Uh, Once you ingest it to your body, it builds up and it's got nowhere to go. So your body tends to dump it in fat cells under the skin and it tends to be on the belly. So, you know, you might put weight on and yet you think, well, you know, I don't eat that much at the moment. Um, I mean, I don't know about you, John, but I think with our bodies changing with all the energies coming in, um, I think we're becoming a lot more sensitive and therefore, you know, some nights you think, oh, what do I feel like to eat? Nothing sounds good. And then suddenly you'll come across, oh, I fancy a bacon egg sandwich. Is that really good for you? Well, you know, it's got protein in it. Uh, but you know, better to eat that. And it hits the spot. It wow, that was delicious. Next day, you know, you think, oh, you know, I don't want a bacon egg. I don't feel like it. And you know, I want something else. And if you eat that thing, you'll find it'll not sit well with you because that's what not what your body wants. So, I'm really encouraging people right now that, you know, whatever really hits the spot. And think about everything, bolognese, you know, spaghetti bolognese or something else or even just a sandwich with, you know, some lettuce, tomato and, you know, some nice nice meat or whatever, you know, if, you know, you can really find something, oh yeah, that, would, that really hits the spot and eat that that day. Because I think our tastes are really, we're becoming very sensitive. And I think in addition to that, all the restaurants, I don't know about you, but where you live but around here all the restaurants you go out and the food tastes terrible and i think it's you know it's it's because we're being come become more hypersensitive we've got a place down the road which i love going but the food's terrible for myself and my wife and yet people go in it and it's it's slam busy so clearly it's got to be something to do with us rather than maybe the food itself maybe we're just more hypersensitive you know what i
1: mean yeah absolutely one thing i can attest to before we move on and start talking about ai a little bit um 100 percent it does have to do with location because here in st john's newfoundland i'm in the capital city of newfoundland newfoundland labrador this is an island in the middle of the atlantic okay so everything we have is shipped in there's very few fruits that grow here naturally like we have to have everything shipped in and i'm telling you right now very rarely do i ever eat food and feel happy when i eat it here <laughs> now you send me to ontario and I walk through one of their markets and I buy whatever I want to eat. I feel way better. Same thing when I'm on vacation. When I'm in the States, you, you can send me to a restaurant and I'll go in and I'll be like, I don't really like this. I'm not really digging it. But you put me on a resort we can actually order stuff. Man, oh, man, what a difference it makes. Like, we really do need to have proper nutrients. And I think everybody's a little bit different. It's almost as if we got our own programming, you know. Speaking of which, it's time to switch gears here. Doctor, let's talk a little tiny bit about AI and nanotech let's talk a little tiny bit about you know us being targeted we're being targeted humanity specifically is being targeted uh, something off world let's 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 really dive in here and uh, have a chat about that <laughs> because I, I'm looking at through
0: I was just going to and say, John, you kidding, are
1: you? <laughs> Like, I, I'm literally here on my computer talking to you with my microphone going and my little REM pod speaker and saying, Huh, how could we possibly be a slave to technology? How has things changed? Okay, so like 60 years ago, we would have to send each other the letters. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it took t- 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 a while, you know. <laughs> Talk to that me about instant. this. But I think, you know.
0: I mean, there's different parts of the AI. There's obviously the AI to do with social media and all this sort of thing and the internet. Uh, there's AI, you know, nanotechnology AI to do with, uh, you know, things in the body. And then, of course, there's AI to do with robotics. I mean, if you look at robotics, you know, I think, that, again, there's no, uh, there's no, like, there's nobody in charge of this stuff. People are just creating it. And it kind of concerns me because you think about it, you know, um, who would want a, a robot as their partner and marry a Mario robot? And the answer is, because you know, the thing was going to be submissive. You know, it's it's, you know, I always tell people, oh well, it's going to feel, you know, a robot can't feel. It's logical. You know, it used to be ones as zeros, now it's quantum, but it's still on the same basis. But but can it can it feel things? Well, it can it can learn um, feelings in a logical fashion, like, oh, well, you, you know, you just shouted at me, so I should be upset, you know, so let's switch the tears on, let's do this, you know, but but that's not feeling, you know, it's just like logical switching stuff on to, to make it look like it's upset, you know. You'll you'll never get a robot to feel like we do because it doesn't have a heart, it doesn't have a soul. So, you know, uh, that to me is, you know, if you've got a partner as a robot and, you know, you've got it as a partner, a sexual partner, I mean, that, that's... good that's good to desensitize humanity. So that's number one. Second thing is, things like pornography desensitizes people and there's AI in that. You know, they bring the next thing on. You know, I, I work with so many addicted people to pornography. It's really sad to see. And, and they're so shut down sexually. And, you know, they struggle with having a wife or a partner because they just, you know, they just view it in a different way. It's supposed to be a beautiful God thing, you know, um, having a partner being intimate and everything else. But what it's done is it's desensitized all that. Then if you go to, um, obviously, the AI on Facebook and all that, and YouTube and, you know, the the I believe now, and I haven't tested this, but I believe they can even read your thought, you know, through the phone. And, you know, if you think about something, I've tried it, and it, it actually comes up like, You know, if you think I want a greenhouse, suddenly greenhouses will come up. You know, I on Facebook. Oh, my God. That
1: happens to me all the time. Oh, my God. God. I I, I Give you an example. Okay? Like, me and my friend, like, we just started a wrestling promotion. Okay? Brand new professional wrestling promotion. It's going to debut in October next year or this year, later this year. And, like, we were just sitting down and talking (laughs) about some ideas. And... The ideas we had were for certain parts of an entranceway. We want we want the guys to be able to come out in their wrestling tights and gear and look cool in the way we want the entranceway to look. And I'm telling you, within a few days, there were ads about the stuff we needed coming up on Facebook. <laughs> like, this stuff is listening to you. and like <laughs> it it absol- But even if you
0: speak about it, even if you're not phoning, if you speak about anything, it's listening. And, you know, it comes up with it. It's just... It's just insane. I think it's wrong because it's a violation of your, you know, privacy. But it's, it's what it is. Oh, they all listen to me. Who cares? I've got nothing to hide. I'm just here, you know. I <laughs> being, you know, I don't care, you know, whether they're listening or not. You know, they must be pretty bored if they want to listen to me. You know, who knows? <laughs> but then, you know, you've also got the AI nanotechnology, which is pretty scary. What's that? Well, it's interesting. I've been working with Morgellons particles, nanospheres and nanotubes for 14 years. Uh, I've had people who were dusted with it. They were tested by the military uh, with high frequency uh, satellite frequencies. And I've worked with a world leading toxicologist because I needed. You know, there's one thing, John, if you're going to heal something, it's no use to a sense of energy because it doesn't work like that. You've got to really understand how this stuff works. And so, you know, I remember we had a nurse and she was targeted. They call it smart, or so. You know, they dust with it, 10 to the minus the uh, small sinks through the skin. And the lady was targeted about nine o'clock every night. They switched the frequencies on, and her body heated up, and uh, all the particles were ballistic. And so, uh, we had to, you know, I think uh, the the doctor, you know, Dr. Hilde, she produced a Faraday cage, which is half wavelength. I think it was terahertz frequencies at the time, so very fine holes in the cage, a Faraday cage, and ground it. And uh, put it over a bed, and it solved the problem, but of course, the stuff's still in the body. So, and I've worked with Morgellons for a long while, but I, it's funny because about four or five years ago, they added a material uh, given to us by the Grays, sadly. Well, not to us, but you know, to DARPA and people like that. And uh, it was added to the particles. So what happened is that, you know, I used to use a thing called space-time continuum, you know, apply it to the body. And what it does is it's very electrostatic. It breaks down the molecular structure of the particles to be known for the body and it was working for a bit and then it wasn't working i thought like, hang on what's going on and what, what was happening is because they came into the dimension they could switch to a different dimension like the fourth dimension so they weren't in the body while that energy was being applied and then when you stopped it switched back again so i had to find another way of getting it out of the body and i spent a lot of time with this because these particles they can transmit receive frequencies you know, the nanotubes, uh, they're not just graphene oxide. People say, oh, it's all graphene It's not. It's actually got a lot of other stuff bound to it, like nylons, uh, like plant material, like silicates. And that's why, you know, there's a lot of reports with this jab and th- things like that that there's, they're pulling, like, you know, uh, they call it like squid type stuff out of the arteries. And they don't know what it is. Well, it's, it's nylon, nylon 36. That's exactly what it is. When it, you know, it feels like squid and it's, 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 um, you know, it's water. You know, it's got water in it as well, of course. So, but this stuff assembles. and I'm going to tell you how it assembles in a minute. But you know, to finish the story, how do we strip it out of the body? And I worked out right. Um, the maculae that beings created, which I was born as one, there's five of us here, created the Akashic records. And I mean, not just me, but you know, there's a whole slew of them, but there's only five here. So, um, I found that you know, if I split someone's timeline in two, which I have more operation to do. We can split your now future timeline right now and put you on a path of divine alignment, complete wellness where all this stuff is out of the body. And all the stuff, we strip it out of the body and lock it our timeline to the sun. So as time goes on it starts separating out of the body and it works. Because you know because if the stuff tries to hide, say it says, Well, I'm gonna go I'm gonna get out of this dimension, so it goes to the fourth dimension. When it comes back, it's locked on that timeline, it cannot get off it, you know. So uh, that was an amazing discovery. So we do that now, you know, and it strips all this uh, nanotechnology out of the body. It's incredible, including the vaccines and everything. But, yeah, um, with with the actual nanotech itself, so you've got nanotubes. What are they? Well, they've got complementary metal oxide um, arrays in them, which is a computer, basically. And it uses the tube as, as like a transmitter and receiver. So... You know, really, when you've got the stuff in your body, you're on the internet. It can check what compounds you've got, whether you've just had sex, your heart rate, uh, your brainwave, you know, everything about you. It, it's its crazy, really. Um, and it's also, again, got silicates bound to it and uh, the nylon, 36 and 33. Um, and then you've got nanospheres. What are they? Well, um, they develop those because in a nanosphere, think about this, it's like a football. I mean, think about a football, ball, 10 to the minus 9, small. You drill... 92 holes in it and then they can load viruses in it so they load viruses that are all triggered at different frequencies with a trans, you know a CMOS in, in in the center so if you hit a frequency you can uh, discharge one virus so if you hit all 92 you've got 92 viruses flowing in your body so that's kind of uh, a bit crazy technology
1: but it's there and it's you know it's in people's bodies you know so What's even more crazy is the idea of what the heck is behind all this stuff. Because the reality of it is – and you kind of nonchalantly mentioned the greys. <laughs> and I was just like, wait a second. He's saying aliens. Whoa, wait. Back up. So this is being – <laughs> So this is being perpetrated by, by multiple entities really. And and, and like when well, I – we
0: are. I mean you've got the greys. Uh, you've got obviously Anunnaki, Draconians, Luciferians. You've got the um, – First and second dimensional entities, which you know, uh, I mean, they're 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 there, they're messing about with you, you know. I mean, the the draconians are really dark, you know. They eat people, so so do the uh, anarchy as well. But they're they're underground, and you know, there's a thing about you know trying to bring them up by here by uh, they can't breathe the options so they're trying to block out the sun, so reduce the options so these things can come up. And of yeah. course, do we want them up? Uh, that would be a nope, you know. But. The Greys, of course, were the ones that did the deal with uh, you know Hitler and then did the deal in America to bring the technology, and of course the technology was given to DARPA and they've been developing it since. You know, it's you know the Greys. I mean, it's it's a, to me it's that was for abducting people and I've dealt with it, a lot of abductees, you know, because they steal your eggs and sperm, you know, and it's a violation. And I also chair the Galactic Federation with two other accused that beings and. I was at the meeting, I can't, it's, it's crazy, because I can't tell you the year, because these last three years have slipped by so quick, but I think it was 2000, and I think um, maybe 2017, and, you know, they, they took me to a meeting, and it was discussing the difference between violation and education. Now, you would think, but, you know, okay, people often say to me, well, these are anarchy draconians who are messing about with that's sort all of the violation. It's not, so why is that? Because... Basically, you knew that these things would be here before you got down here. So, you know, the, the journey is to learn how to keep them out and raise your vibration and all this sort of thing. Now, if some of the beings come along with their ships, paralyze you and take you on their ship and just steal your body parts without authorization, that's a violation. So, were, actually, the graves were swept off the planet by the actorians It was June, I think, 2017.
1: Yeah, I can hear. What happened there? Uh, as soon as you started mentioning elites, <laughs> we got the boot. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what. A, okay, no, okay. So there is a natural explanation for this. I actually have two Zoom accounts, and I'm looking through the one now, and I'm actually using one for my other email because I couldn't get the other one's audio to work. So basically, it booted me out in 45 minutes. But my God, the timing of that. <laughs>
0: There's no such thing as coincidence. Can, can you add this bit on to the other bit?
1: Absolutely, One, no problem at all. I don't even worry about it. I'm going to fix it all in post. It's all good. We aren't live, so don't worry about it, okay? Uh, you know, we were kind of we were kind of okay. we touching on AI and how it's affiliated with with just different people. You mentioned the Galactic Federation. It's Not the first time I've heard about this. In fact, my good old friend uh, Garnet Schulhauser has talked at length about his adventures on the astral plane and how it's a lot of this is connected to these things let's talk a little tiny bit about new world order though and you know you also mentioned i hate to be jumping around like this but i kind of took notes while you were talking (laughs) i (laughs) there was one there that you mentioned too about the one of the races were underground who are they again
0: yeah, the Anunnaki and Draconians yes. are underground. Yes,
1: okay. Um, so like a little while ago, I read a story, and I'm not sure if it, was, if it was for real or not, but I do know something came out, and it was talking about the, the mantle and the core of our planet changing direction, or not turning like it was before. Is that something you're familiar with, or that's that just something? Yeah, I
0: think it's starting to, yeah, it's the actual core. Uh, we- Which is actually made up of kind of a black goo. Every planet seems to have a conscious kind of black goo thing in the center, and it's starting to change direction. And, um, I mean, the greys bought their black goo here as well, which is great. So uh, do we want it? Not really. because It's it's tumultuous because they destroyed their planet, and that's why some of these particles also have the black goo. Well, they all have the black goo bound into the uh, molecular structure, which gives the which gives the nanotechnology a consciousness. So there's such a lot to all this. It's just,
1: uh, you know, it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've kind of mentioned it a couple of times. So did you. You know, we're we're using all these foods, GMOs and and stuff like that. Like, is any of that related to nanotechnology? And and how much of this is actually affecting our everyday life? Because let me tell you, I don't feel how I used to feel. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or if it's because the food is different. Like, what's going on there?
0: Well, I think, A, the food's different. B, there's a certain level of you're going to ingest the collective consciousness, and it's exhausting, you know and see our bodies are changing because of course you know we start to develop into a more crystalline structure but you know on that journey um you're going to have like you know issues with you know digestive and i know uh, so many people have got digestive issues at the moment it's it's, it's a pandemic you know and it, it's because basically i think a lot of it's emotion but i think some of this stuff is is you know transitioning and you, and you get exhausted as your body's transitioning And it goes into like a healing mode. It's it's going to exhaust it, you know. And also, of course, the emotion bleeds into the adrenals and the thyroid, so they're off balance. So your hormones are off balance. You know, I think I think you know the men. I mean, the mental state, if you want to call it that, the the state of the planet. You know, especially in America right now, is is horrendous. You know, I mean, I'm getting a lot of psychiatrists, psychologists. You know, coming to us for help because they. (laughs) all because <laughs> it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, I keep saying to them, look, you know, just do as much as you can, but maybe you'll have to reduce your workload because
1: people need more help. They they become more needy. You know what I mean? Well, I, and I mean, I'm a great advocate for that myself, but I can't help but mention my father, and I've mentioned him so many times on this podcast over the years. Oh my God. The, I mean, 2014, my first podcast was A Cure for Cancer when I talked about my father and his journey from just being diagnosed with the worst possible cancer, like fourth stage renal cancer that spread to different parts of his body. Like the prognosis was just absolutely terrible. But my dad is such a spiritual guy. Dad is a very devout uh, spiritual guy. It's the kind of guy that goes and reads the rosary once a week. Like he's he's just – he's about as Catholic now as, as Tetley T is the joke here in Newfoundland. He's about, <laughs> he's about as Catholic as a <laughs> communion wafer. And the reality of it is there's something to that ability there's something to that prayer life there's something to that because i think he's a great example of you know a wonderful experimental kind of chemotherapy that worked as well as prayer he had the mindset and the science together to protect himself from really from further damage i mean god bless his heart this is 2009 he was diagnosed and here we are 2023 he's still alive an absolute bewilderment to to, he just should not be here according to medical science (laughs) But you know, once again, there's there's more to you know how our bodies work and minds work and souls work as opposed to what we can measure. And I guess that's where we go well, you into. You can
0: manifest anything, right? right. And I think you know. The, the, I mean, the primary cause of cancer, to me, and this is from my experience, is, is emotion. You know, there's always a big emotion a few years before, and suddenly they get cancer and everything else. And and then uh, of course, the secondary cause is pathogens. Which are things like Epstein Barr, you know, other pathogens, other herpes-related viruses, uh, mutate the cells. So where the emotion happens, if the emotion is kind of goes down to, you know, the lower abdomen or in the breast, or depends what the emotion is, it affects the body in different areas. Once that vibration drops, it allows these pathogens to mutate the cells turn into tumours. So, so how do you get rid of it? Well, to me, it's important, you know, in that spiritual aspect, like it, like the fathers to Really address the, you know, the emotion. And we have, we have a fast track method of releasing emotion where they literally go into those hundred thousand layers. They pull your biggest layer out first, next biggest. And, you know, we could do 162, 324 and build people up to doing 12, 9, 6 releases at one go. But, you know, you can't do that straight away. Otherwise, you'll crash and burn. But, and the secondary causes, pathogens, we have the protocol, which is the 20 week program to strip the pathogens out. So, yeah, I mean, you know, cancer to me is, it's just, uh, the tumor's just sitting there saying, hey, body's off balance, you better pay attention to me, or I will pay attention to you. It's not a killer. But I think people get this mindset, oh my God, i got cancer, I'm going to die. You're not, know, you know, you're really not. It's its up to you, you know. <laughs> 100%,
1: uh, you know, we've, we've got, 100% really agree with you, doctor. 100%, 100% because my dad is like the best example of that I've ever seen in my life. I can still remember the day. Like, I hadn't talked to him in person since his diagnosis. Poor guy was diagnosed on his birthday, actually, of all days. And uh, thinking back on it now, that's such a funny thing. Like, the universe laughs at us a lot, too, I think. <laughs> like, all yeah, the time.
0: Oh, here's what you got for your birthday. Well, thanks.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, out of him, out of that gift, like, that was a gift for him. We didn't know at the time, but that really was a gift. Like, that changed everyone's lives around him for the better because everyone – Suddenly became attuned to really how he was pulling – like how could you not look at him – as a staunch atheist back then, I could not look at that man and say there wasn't a God after watching him go through stuff because he was living, breathing, proven evidence that there's more to life than what science and medical science can say, right? Way more. And and that's that's what can I say? There's there's not much else I can really say on that subject. Uh, lucky for me, yeah, I got it's my such a blessing. right. It absolutely is. Yeah. What a
0: blessing to have a fall like that, and you know, and I think you do need the dark night soul sometimes to slap you around the head, saying, "Hey, you better." You know, I mean, what about bankrupt? I was like bankrupt. I went from millions of pounds, and you know, building an apartment block in Manchester, this, that, and the other. Uh, to, to nothing within four weeks, you know, and, and except I had a Bentley and it was parked in the um the parking lot. I couldn't even afford to put gas in a 'cause fit lost <laughs> it. And I, I was so embarrassed. I said, God, can you not just repossess it quick, you know, because it's embarrassing. And, you know, I had to go on the bus because I didn't have any money for gas. This right, yeah. But, God, did that teach you something? Absolutely, you know. And I was embarrassed to ever bought it. And, in fact, you know, it turned my life around because... I realized you don't need stuff because I had nothing. I, my father got me, he gave me a Volkswagen Polo and I'm six foot five, you know, so I was in this <laughs> Polo, I had all my pantaloons and shirts and God knows what on the back, you know, and uh, and that's what I half lived out of, you know, I used to get, you know, go to someone's house and they say we can stay a couple of days and then it out on the road and, you know, sleeping in whatever and then, you know, uh, it, it was, it was horrendous about a year or two, you know, Um and it really does teach you that just having a plate of food on the table, wow, what a blessing. I think people have just gone beyond that. And sometimes you have to get back to the basics. If you've got food on the table, if you've got a you know, a wife, house, you know, a few things that you, you need, you don't need anything else, you know, you really don't. You know, that's it. You know, food on the table is huge because when I went bankrupt, I ended up with twenty-one days without food, five days without food and we really struggled, you know, but it but it taught me about manifestation. You know, I soon got around on that one. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all about manifestation. And to have a father like that, I mean, my father's the opposite. You know, my father's kind of, what would you call it? Crabby shit, <laughs> 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 Like dreadful, you know. Um, I mean, I was on the phone to him. I always tell people this to make like it <laughs> so I'm on the phone to him. He goes, we've got a bigger problem in this world. I said, what's that, Dad? He goes, um, global warming." I said, oh, what's causing that? He said, well, uh, well you ought to know, cows passing wind. I said, oh, uh, uh. so I said, cows farting is creating global warming. He said, yeah. I said, I said where do you learn that from? He goes to the BBC. Oh, that says everything. I said,
1: well, <laughs> yeah, okay, look, there's no doubt in my mind that it's not global warming that's the issue. It's just the weather patterns. And, like, people, exactly. base, people base this whole global warming thing on – it's a, a model that doesn't exist. It's in constant flux. All of our yeah, weather systems are in constant flux. If you go back 20 years ago, we've had warm winters here in Newfoundland yeah, in particular.
0: John, let me tell you, I told him, look, what well, we've solved it in America. He goes, how did you solve it? I said, well, we gave them tumtums. And tumtums settle a stomach, no farting. Oh my God! I'm going to go to my MP That's just <laughs> <laughs> give top like, Oh God! Uh, <laughs> well, is
1: this is an intelligent
0: person for have I mean, oh dear, never no uh, I
1: just look at funny. I look at people too, and like I I find like people almost use that global warming thing. I I I don't want to crap all over because look, there's no doubt things are getting warmer. I don't think it's as drastic as everyone thinks it is, and I don't think it's as, as document. it's documented.
0: Cool. I, I think. Yes, really absolutely. Cycles, I'm you know?
1: far more worried about uh our pollution. I'm far that's I think that's a real problem. Like what we're doing to our oceans in particular. Oh, that is it's a real really problem. Cool. And I think that's something that is just how we have managed to do that. And don't get me wrong, like there's these little steps that's taken place like here in Canada it's you know, we don't have plastic bags anymore. Like, they're gone now. Like, we don't have plastic straws anymore. You're seeing the plastics go out, 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 out. And to replace them is now wood. (laughs) Wooden spoons, wooden stuff. And I think to myself, now, wait now. (laughs) So now we have gone from using the leftover stuff from petroleum, which is plastic, right? Like, we're actually recycling the waste we use to make electricity and use it to make plastic. So now we're getting rid of that. We still have that waste <laughs> and also we're cutting down more trees. So like what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I know it's
0: just crazy, isn't
1: it? All it's I do know making from
0: hemp actually, because hemp uh, grows so fast, you know, and it's oh sustainable
1: my God. You know, but, um, hemp has got to be like the most just it's it's absolutely demonized marijuana in general. Like the most demonized thing on the planet. And here's the reality of it is a a hemp stock. Like, like you just mentioned there, like that is something you can build things from, create clothes from. Also, the bottom yeah. part of hemp is edible and it's not drug-induced. You can feed it to your kids. Hemp hearts is a thing, folks. Like it's edible and it's actually tasty if you flavor it right. And here's the really fun part. Do you want to know why they call it weed? Because it grows like a weed. <laughs> it's actually easier to grow a field of marijuana than any other vegetable or plant. The reason why it came, became illegal was because the government wouldn't have made as much money off their tobacco. They wouldn't have made as much money off their farming of different vegetables. Like, like, I, once people go back and they actually do their research on this kind of stuff, they'll realize that a lot of the things that we probably need, like humanity needs to keep going and get better, has, has already kind of been kiboshed so that, you know, those elitists can kind of get in there. And do their thing, in my opinion. But hey, yeah, yeah. what do What's I know? Under some wacky, well, goofy, the- noofy.
0: <laughs> well, to be honest, John, you, you're right, and they control everything. You know, I mean, there's new, there's new technology now, scale of things, different things, and you know, backed by uh, it, it's backed by anything, like the Rockefellers or anybody like that, or so, uh, or so whatever. You know, you know that it's there to harm you. You know, and, um, and they, they, you know, DARPA's releasing some technology. I think you know you have to be very careful. You know, to me. I think you always got to use discernment, you know, about everything you do. But, but you know, you, you're right with water, you know, the oceans are, you know, there's nanotech in a lot of the water now, and it, it's kind of concerning. But, you know, again, we've got the water you know, use it. Uh, it really gets rid of all the particles and things, you know, and it really helps. You know, people often think, um, well, we're powerless, we've got, you know, you're not powerless as, as long as you maintain the maps of intent the which which is really a manifestation of clean my water god you know that's basically what it's saying and uh, you know it works you know clean the food it works so we've got all those maps of intent there and, you know guys use them you know if, if you're upset about the chemtrails being around your house say the map of intent look at the chemtrail say it and you'll find it'll just like disperse uh, and disappear five miles around your house you know in a, in a circumference so it's incredible all these things, you know, we could can always overcome anything. If you got the power of God, you
1: got everything. Oh, tell me about it. You want to try something? <laughs> if you got a dream in your heart and you got something that you want to make happen, like you know what you got to do, you got to take a knee and you got to talk to Him and you got to say, "So you know that thing you put in my heart? Was there any reason why you did that? Like, is this actually going to happen? Because I'm still waiting. Just letting you know. Like, just be nice about it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now." <laughs> He will move the world around. He will take people you haven't talked to in 20 years and put them right back in your lap. He'll take the the just riches belong to other people and he will put it in your lap. He'll do it. Now, there's one thing, though. You got to understand. When I say take a knee, I don't mean take a knee in prayer. I mean you submit to what he needs you to do. You might have to have 11 foster kids <laughs> to make your dreams come true. You got to work for him, too, right? But anyway, there's enough about God and enough about all this. Guys, his name is Dr. and Reverend Christopher Macklin. Thank you so very much for being on the Odd the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. Great talk. And I hope to have you back someday. Maybe do a clearing or two. Yeah, what do you absolutely. think?
0: Thank you so much. And, John, thank you for all you do, you know, the fostering and the beautiful things you do. You know, uh, you're amazing. Bless you.
1: Yeah. He's going to cry in about 25 minutes, so i got to get upstairs and feed him. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Well my daughter comes in, I adopted her.
1: she's autistic, she's just come and sat on my lap. I wonder what I'm doing. Right? My mama's so like 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 just just listen to this. Me and you resonate, right? So I only take uh, medically fragile and special needs children. That's all I take. Oh bless you. That's so now isn't that something? Now that's interesting because as soon as you said autistic, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, this little guy had, uh, you know, he was born with digestive tract issues, so he's got a stoma. But uh, I've had them all shapes and forms, man. From severe trauma right up to autism, I had them all. <laughs> so, so yeah,
0: there you go. That Belle, was non-verbal. Well, she speaks a bit, you know, but she's getting better. She's doing great, aren't you? How old is she now? Uh, she's sixteen, but probably looks about. I would say thirteen, maybe fourteen. You know, she. But uh, yeah.
1: And how does she act? Like, like, is she of that age? Like, or does she like, like, is she younger yeah. mentally or? Yeah, a lot younger mentally,
0: and you know she's, telling on verbal. You know, if you yes. ask her things, gotcha, she struggles to get it out because uh, it's called waxing damage. You know, bless her heart. So, hmm. um, but you know it's the heavy metals of the brain. We're working on that to see if we can get them released. Interesting. Uh, she's a great girl. I, oh.
1: I had a little girl named Aaliyah, oh, actually one time for two weeks, and she was just the sweetest thing, and she was nonverbal as well, and just. I love her to death. You can't help but love these kids. They're just the most innocent beings yeah, right. you will ever see. Like...
0: Oh, darling, you're going to say hi to John. Oh, hello. Oh, she's, she's, <laughs> she's waving. Here, I'll put the video on. I'll show
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. Let me get on my Zoom here. Oh, hello. You're going you're gonna to say hi. Oh, hi. Hi, sweetie. You're going you're to <laughs> say hi, John. That's John. Hey, hi, hey. John. <laughs> bless your heart. Awesome, oh, bless you. Thanks so much, John. bless your heart. Yeah, take care now. Thanks Christopher. And uh Yeah, say bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: This going. one
1: this one will be out on May 1st, okay? I'll let you know when the link comes out and uh you can pretty much own the audio yourself when the when the episode drops. You can put it on your site. You got full blown permission for me. My sponsors are awesome. They are just so good. And uh, you don't even have to include their part. You can just put your interview in there, okay?
0: Well, no, I'll include you guys. Send us a link because I, I want you to get the, you know, the things. It's good that you can get sponsorship because you know people will need money to be keep going. You know, you know what I mean?
1: So, well, I mean, they're giving me this so, software for free, and it's absolutely like truly like I wouldn't promote it on my show unless I really believed in it, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, and this is amazing, it's all the same, yeah. Right, and like, I, I'm not saying I'm 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 a dingbat when it comes to doing audio. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not the greatest dad at it. <laughs> so it's, it's yeah, but it's you really don't have you don't
0: have much time. Though. That's a problem. <laughs> I mean, like me, I don't you know honestly don't have much time. You know, you, I mean, I do Monday, I do twelve hours. Tuesday, I do twelve hours. Wednesday, I'm off because it's exhausting. You know, speaking to I don't know uh, about forty people that day each day. Wow. And then, <laughs> Thursday I've got two specialized groups, we have 20 people on that, that's 40 people. Uh, We've got the general group, which is tonight, and then um, what else do we do? Oh, yeah, the protocol group, because the protocol we started, and then it's a 20-week program, so it runs for 20 weeks. First 10 weeks we split the timelines, separating them, and then after 10 weeks we invoke a DNA change. so it starts where the cell where life began in the sacral point, and then it manifests out, so that takes about 10 weeks you know. So a lot of
1: stuff <laughs> It's kind of crazy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you know what's funny? You just mm. don't get, uh, you just don't get tired until you stop. Do you ever notice that? It's like as soon as you come out of that flow, like I could be looking after the kids and stuff like that. And it's only when they go to bed and like I got time to myself where I'm like, oh god, I need to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I know. well, I
0: find that some. I I think the twelve hour days. Because I speak to so many people like seven or eight in the morning I do the general group, which I've stopped actually on Monday. We have the general group on Thursday and Saturday, which is an hour. It generally goes through all main healing points and you know, um, and I find that when I stop at lunchtime like one o'clock, I'm like, Wow, I just need so I have like a thirty minute nap, just a power nap. So then I go through the afternoon until eight o'clock at night and by that time I'm kinda of done <laughs> wow, I'm, you know, I mean I'm sixty
1: one this year. Right. My never, life. never knew for, I thought you, I was going to say you're 31, aren't you? I thought you were 31. Yeah, no, no, I turned no, I, no, I turned like 39 20. in February and I was like thinking to myself, wow, well, I guess I'm not slowing down anytime soon. I don't feel nearly as old as I am. <laughs> so there you
0: go. I, I, I don't want to feel like 30. I mean, I do more work than most 21 year olds, you know, yeah. nowadays getting, getting kids to like do anything is like. I'm exhausted after an hour. He's got to be kidding. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and we laugh at Bella.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's is that like,
0: funny? <laughs> You're gonna tell us what you want. What do you want? I want mama. Oh, you want mama? What's wrong with daddy? What about daddy? Daddy. Well, daddy as well. Mama's back soon. She's just got out. She'll be back soon. It's okay. Is that good?
1: Good. good. Oh. Love you. You break you're 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 making me tear up, but only because I know. I know more than a lot of others. You guys have I yourself a I great did. night. I can't wait to put this show up on the first of May. Awesome. <laughs>
0: well you know one of one of us got
1: together Monday, she was
0: very violent. She used to pinch and bite, you know. I remember trying to get out of the car, she bit the shit out of it. I said to Monday, I said, You're gonna have to watch this bite <laughs> <laughs> she was laughing her head off, but I used to take around because. Yeah. But you know we've got it, we've got it, we've got it go on anxiety bed because the problem is with nonverbal. Sometimes the heart rate goes up, they get all pissed off. And she's biting. Yeah, yeah, of and and not only that
1: it's uh, the the person. Have you done the the person brain training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really interesting stuff. Like it actually talks about the reptilian part of your brainstem and how that is very highly active in children with autism. So it's like right away it's fight or flight, but there's no processing part. It's just the outward, so it's the pinching, the biting, sometimes the squealing, the rocking, the head banging, all that kind of stuff. But looking at her right now, she just got the eyes going back and forth. She seems pretty content there, very calm. You've done a wonderful job, gang. A wonderful job. She she
0: loves swinging.
1: Don't you? You like swinging? Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you got a I swing do you like in your room?
0: Guys. Have you got a swing in your room? No, it's outside, isn't
1: it? Oh, yeah. Let's bubbles. Good girl. Mm. <laughs> oh, All bless right. you. All right. I'll be sure to edit out this last little bit. <laughs> this is very private yeah. between us, okay? <laughs> well, you can leave it in.
0: Say bye-bye. Bye, Chris. On, thank, thanks.
1: Thank you so much, uh, guys. Great interview. Man. Take Love care. Bless you. Thank you so much. God bless. Bye now. Come on, sweetie. Attention all Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio listeners. The Odd to New Finland Paranormal Podcast brings you the best in East Coast esoterica on the first of every month. Together, we can keep it growing by sharing the show on social media, subscribing to the show wherever you may be listening to it from, and by leaving feedback about your favorite episodes. John certainly needs a friend like you to help make his dreams come true. Minus the alien abduction dreams. That is not cool at all. The Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast, always available, always free, always odd. Well, the time to say goodbye is upon us, but don't worry—you can keep track of the Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast very easily. It's available on Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Just look for the Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast banner. Of course, if you'd like to keep up to date, you can always check out the Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast Facebook page. Drop a like, and every single time a new show goes up, you'll be notified. You can also follow me, John Mallard, on Twitter at O-D-D-T-O-N-F-L-D. That's Odd to Newfoundland. Get your latest news on the podcast as well as the ever-popular Parajoke of the Day. From the oldest city in North America, I bid you adieu from the Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast.